Hey everyone, welcome to A Flutter, a podcast that explores the joys and challenges of the love lives of those pursuing a medical career. I'm your host, Anna Kulawick, and let's get started. So with us today, we have the one and only Dylan, (laughs) the man who needs no introduction, my boyfriend, long distance boyfriend. Um, Welcome, Dylan. Thank thank you so much for having me here. It's it's an honor to be a guest on this podcast uh, and to to speak with you. Well, thank you. Thank you for being willing to be on. I'm so excited for the listeners to hear from you and get to hear some of your perspective. Since I've been sprinkling in content about our relationship throughout a lot of the other episodes, I think it's good that you're finally here to, you know, share your side of the story. So Dylan, why don't we go through, or as I do with all the guests, Tell me a little bit about your current relationship. Oh. <laughs> I should have prepared more for this. <laughs> um, so I am. I, I started seeing this this woman um, back in 2019. Like when we started, it was around. It was in February. Yes. Uh, and and her name is Anna Kulwick. <laughs> and. Um, and you know we've been seeing each, seeing each other ever since. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another. Do 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 we do the whole backstory now? Sure. No time like it? the present. Yeah. No time like the present. I can even give you the dates. I know it really? was. I mean, it was it was a mo- okay. It was a Monday or Tuesday night after Valentine's Day. It was like mm-hmm. the Valentine's Day was on a Thursday, and it was the following Monday. I think it was a Monday night. Mm-hmm. that I was I was in I think we had just finished tutoring together or I we were I just finished tutoring and you were tutoring at the moment and I was in the library outside the tutoring room and you just came up to me and uh you know we knew each other for a few years from from tutoring together and uh we had met on like the first week of school doing, you know, volunteering at this garden, um, as, as I think has been mentioned before on the podcast. Um, so we, we knew each other and we kind of, you know, we had some really good conversations. We talked a lot about bread. Uh, we really bonded over bread because we both were, you know, cared a lot about our sourdough starters at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you came up to me on, you know, walked up to me in the library and asked if I wanted to get breakfast. Yeah. It was breakfast first. I went with breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Which which I think was an instant for for me that was instantly a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um I I do I do love breakfast food and I don't I, I appreciated the like non-traditional approach to it. <laughs> um at the time I was I was, I was, I'm a very moody person for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, I, I recently took the like Briggs Meyer personality test and I am an ENFJ T, which means I'm turbulent. <laughs> uh, and um, I've recently rediscovered this after taking this personality test, my, my turbulent side. Uh, so I can, I can be very like, how would you describe it, Anna? Like, like in your feelings. In like, my feelings. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of it's funny and sweet the way you're moody. Like you don't really. <laughs> it's not like it really affects other people the way you're moody. Like it's you're not the type of moody person where you pull mm. others into your moodiness. It's just mm. like you sitting there listening to some like sad, <laughs> like guy with a banjo type of music <laughs> and as you like reflect about you know why why do people have to be mean in the world why is the environment going poorly like it, it's like that type of moodiness it's not like it's actually 
like an aggressive type of moodiness it's just you you see you like being moody and you're just like oh that's so sweet this poor man <laughs> it, it is very internalized that is mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a, that's a good way to put it um yeah so i was i i was you know i'd recently i said it was the the monday after valentine's day and i was you know being very moody and uh i was i had like feelings for this other person someone Anna and i actually both know and like respect a lot mm-hmm. um and uh anyways so th- there was you know and things things were not working out in that relationship and i was just like too in my emotion too much in my emotions when like anna asked me to go to breakfast i was like it it just came out of nowhere because i think i was as you said i was in my own feelings uh and you know i hadn't thought of it before i hadn't considered it and but you know i i i I'd like to think I will do anything once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what any girl loves to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, fine. yeah, this sounds great. Let's do breakfast. It ended up turning into dinner, uh, which then instantly became like, I was open to it being, you know, just a fun, playful breakfast. Uh, and, th- and then it got turned into a dinner kind of last minute and the expectation suddenly changed and I became very nervous and, and angsty uh, during this first date. You're really getting the full story. <laughs> the play, asked- play of each of your emotions. Here, let's do a quick summary as we're beginning this first date of ours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so up until Sorry. this point, Dylan and I have been co-workers um at well tutoring chemistry okay so we kind of knew each other through either co-tutoring sessions or like team meetings but it's always been just kind of like a friendly nice how are you doing very casual um kind of acquaintanceship positive acquaintanceship and then one day in the science library out of the blue for dylan's perspective me i've been crushing on him for a while um out of the blue for him I come up to him and I'm like, let's get breakfast. And he's like, oh, okay. And then it turns into dinner and it's like, oh, oh no. Um, so that's where we're at for you, right? Wow. Okay. I We can we can edit out my, my description. <laughs> that was so much more concise. <laughs> uh, so we'll fix that in editing. Uh, <laughs> no, no. We need the play by play your emotions. <laughs> so anyways we, we have we go to dinner and we have a good time like we talk a lot I think that's one of the things when I am anxious I am just a talker and I'll mm. talk and I'll kind of ask a lot of questions and I kind of interrogated you like I gave you 20 questions times See, two. I didn't feel interrogated though I think this is a good example of how one situation can be interpreted in very different ways yeah I'm getting the sense that you, after our first date, felt very anxious about it and nervous. Whereas I went home, I was like, best date ever. It lasted like three hours. He was so nice asking me all these questions. Because I feel like in other dates, or like sometimes what can happen is someone just talks about themselves the entire time. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of like, why did you even ask me on this date if you're just going to talk about yourself? Like, you know, type of thing. But you are like asking me you know, what I like to cook, what type of mis- music I listen to. I remember yeah. you like oh, running yeah. over some music. So I thought it was like great day. It lasted three hours. I was like, great signs, positive, went home. And I like gushed to my roommates. I was like, this is <laughs> what did, what were you like when you went home? To- <laughs> so no, this is another example of me being a very, uh, in my emotions, I I thought the the date had not gone well. <laughs> I I felt like I was talking too much, or I was interrogating you too much, and like emotions were just boiling up. That such that when we left, you know, we walked out the restaurant, and then we both were walking home. Mm-hmm. Um, when as soon as you turned, like you turned out of view behind the restaurant because we were walking separate ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started sprinting 
I am I'm sprinting home <laughs> and crying. And sobbing. <laughs> and this is a recurring theme in my life. Uh, that I, I I like to run and cry. I like to, <laughs> I like to have a nice cry while I'm running and maybe I'm listening to some really dramatic music sometimes. It's yeah. it's it's good for the good for the body, it's good for the soul. It's cathartic. Um, it's cathartic. It is cathartic. <laughs> yes. So, I was just like about so angsty and worried that it didn't go well that I was like crying while sprinting home. Uh and I I had roommates at the time too and I think <laughs> I think I said to my roommate Maddie like I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that to her. Uh, like, I don't think there's going to be a second date. Um, Wait, I have a question for you at this point, though. Yeah. That I don't think we've really talked about before. So mm-hmm. you weren't really expecting this date to begin with. You weren't looking for a relationship. You weren't previously crushing on me or anything. Mm-hmm. So did you want there to be a second date? And it's okay. I won't take it personally. We've been dating for long enough now that I don't. It's okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I, I also, I think maybe part of it was I personally didn't feel ready mm-hmm. um, for a relationship because uh, I was, I was, you know, had a lot of conflicting internal emotions from interactions with this previous person. Uh, so I didn't feel, that's part of the reason why I was anxious was I didn't feel like I was ready for a mm-hmm. relationship, but um, I was open to try. You know, I was open mm-hmm. to give it a shot. Uh, and, you know, I knew maybe it could be good for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So was I expecting a second date even before the first one? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I knew the general path. Also, like, you and I have only dated one other person in our lives. Yeah. yeah. So, and that was in high school. And it's totally, it's a totally different scene. So everything, all of my expectations for this date leading up to mm-hmm. and following this date were from what I'd seen on movies. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And and so, you know, in movies, there is usually a second date. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. And so there was a second date. And this, it almost like, it... It goes full circle. I don't know how we ended up going on this second date, like how it came up, but I I would regularly go volunteer with this um, organization called Friends of Trees in, in, in Eugene, Oregon, where, where we live, and uh, basically would go around and plant trees in, in, or like around the city. Uh, and I asked if he wanted to come plant some trees with me and you did. Mm-hmm. And not only did you plant trees with me, you rode on a bicycle. <laughs> we, we had to bike from location to location. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of miles, we biked around town. You, after not riding a bicycle for years, like eight years or something, yeah. you got on a divvy bicycle, mm-hmm. a little dinged up divvy, and you biked around and planted trees with me. And we didn't even you and I didn't even talk that much mm-hmm. at the, at this tree thing. I think we like coexisted and we planted trees. And for, I think for some reason the coexisting in the same space with you and planting trees, it meant something to me in a way that like truly changed everything. Like all of the angst was suddenly mm-hmm. turned upside down. Um, and I was like, I can coexist with this person and really enjoy it. And and we did talk some, and I think we we showed up together immediately afterwards. We end up going to lunch. Yeah, this is a major green light means go. Uh, when you're the person for me, anyways, the person you're at a restaurant with says, "Do you want to share? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you want to get like a couple things and share?" And at that point, I was so, I was so, like, sold. Uh, and we shared, I just had, a, I had an awesome time. Yeah. 
And I think the next weekend we did date number three, which was finally breakfast. And and I don't know what the fourth date was, but I know by, oh, I do know what the fourth date was. That was the Daffodil Fest. That was the Daffodil Fest. That, yeah. Then we come back to angsty at that day. <laughs> then we come back to angsty and we ha- we had just had like this really angsty talk about how I, I wasn't sure if I was ready for a relationship. Um, and I didn't know if I wanted a relationship. I, yeah. Uh, and then like the next day I, I definitely wanted a relationship. <laughs> we went from not, not, uh, being in a relationship at all in any way we had four dates and then i think the next weekend we were like you were you were leaving for the week or something like that it was, we, it was official we were we defined the relationship dtr'd we dtr'd yeah because yeah. we were going to be gone for spring break mm-hmm. um it was like you know we started dating in february middle of february and uh so yeah a month later was your spring break you were going to be gone and I was like, I don't want to, I don't want you to be gone and us not know what this is for an entire week. <laughs> yeah. You know, now it seems so, like such a small length of time. I think I was gone for like five days too. An entire week. <laughs> Forever. Uh, and so I said, like, also you're, you're going to be with friends and I, I knew people were going to be asking about it. So I wanted you to have something you could say. So I said, do you want to just be my girlfriend? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Sure. And I think we, sure. we had this discussion as we were driving me to meet up with the friends that I was going on this trip with. So truly, it was like five minutes before I exited the car. Dylan's like, so do you want to be my girlfriend? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like leaving the car and I was like, bye, new boyfriend. <laughs> and then my friends looked at him and they were like who's that guy and I was like I guess he's my boyfriend (laughs) yes yes (laughs) and so ensued our relationship yeah now here we are three Mm -hmm. and a half years later Mm -hmm. long distance now a week apart seems like nothing nothing at all (laughs) (laughs) i feel like our the this origin story for us is a good example though of why sometimes if you're unsure after a first date a second date Mm. could be worth a shot if you're open to it because like Mm. after our first date i was like let's go Or, or or as i've described it to other friends i I just loved you as a person so much. Yeah. Like, and honestly, our first date, our first few dates, I was a little ambiguous if this was a romantic thing or not. I didn't know if you knew that I was romantically interested in you because you were giving me no hints because you're just such a friendly person, like, friendly, yeah. positive. I wasn't sure where you were at. Like, I didn't know if you thought I just wanted to hang out with you as friends. Yeah. So, but either way, I was like, this guy is so nice, so easy to talk to. I feel so comfortable around him. I just want him in my life. If that means as a romantic partner, awesome. If it just means friends, then great. But either way, like I want to keep spending time with him if he wants to spend time mm-hmm. with me. But like whatever that looks like, he can decide. Like that's up to him, whatever he's wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was super enthused. But I feel like you're a good example of like a first date in someone's opinion, may not go well. Yeah. But you, for whatever reason, still decided to go on a second date and then that changed everything. Yeah. You should always, well, I, I think I started this by saying I'll, I'll try anything once. I want to correct that. I'll try anything twice. And <laughs> this is why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then fast forwarding a little bit. So we started dating the spring of our junior year of college. Mm-hmm. And Dylan, if people don't know, he's currently a PhD student in the Midwest um, doing chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. I'm very amazed. I was just on radiology and we talked a little bit about like 
physics and chemistry things and I'd say <laughs> things to Dylan later and like nuclear medicine exists isn't that cool and he'd be like actually yeah that's cool um <laughs> but anyway so Dylan start starting the fall of our senior year you were starting to plan grad school, grad school. yeah so you and already the entire summer long distance too we hadn't seen each other at all that summer yeah because you were doing an internship in Colorado mm -hmm. so you know we did our little long distance summer and then come fall of our senior year you were already applying for grad school yeah. and you know we had only been dating for six months and we hadn't really had conversations or not like serious conversations of like I will follow you. Like not like some of our other guests, which really amazes me how they knew so early on. It's like, mm -hmm. I'll follow you. Like I'll go wherever you want to go. Um, or like had those conversations, like talking about commitment at that level. Yeah. Whereas honestly, I feel like you and I were not that our relationship wasn't serious or we weren't committed to each other as people, but I feel mm -hmm. like in terms of where we like end up geographically or even our relationship in general whether we stay together or not we were kind of like wishy-washy up until i don't know like we graduated by the time we knew i would be in chicago during my gap year you'd be in mm -hmm. chicago for grad school we were like yes let's stay together yeah. and then when i was applying for my gap year so what i did for my gap year which i only took one was i did an americorps pro program called city year which was like education focus, teaching middle schoolers, in my case, in Chicago, loved it. If you're listening and thinking about gap year plans, highly, highly recommend City Year if you're interested in teaching and you like kids, because I had an amazing time. But anyways, I got to indicate preferences for location because there's City Year locations throughout the entire country. So I, I was able to essentially rank where I wanted to go but it, at the end of the day it was kind of up in the air and I knew you Dylan were thinking about Northwestern very seriously and mm -hmm. I have family in Chicago so I was like Chicago would be a logical location for me because you know I have family there and I ended up living with them which was incredible um and Dylan would be in the area so like that could be convenient but I didn't think of it in terms of like, wherever Dylan goes, I will ensure I follow. It was kind of like, if it works out, great. If it doesn't work out, then we have some more conversations to have. Yeah, it was it was like a matter of convenience. Like, that would yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. I don't know. Because I also, going into our relationship, if I'm being mm -hmm. honest, I didn't really think it would go past yeah. college at the start. Mm -hmm. like, I, don't, I don't think I was really looking for a relationship that would last as long as ours currently has mm -hmm. and I'm so glad ours has like I can't imagine you know my gap year and now medical school without you and thinking about my future without you being in it but yeah. at that time in college I was definitely not thinking about you know potentially finding a life partner in that moment um and like when we started dating, there were even things like that we wanted out of life that weren't necessarily aligned. Mm -hmm. So at the outset, I was kind of like, oh yeah, this isn't going to last a super long time. It was like, I love this guy, like love spending time with him, but it's kind of like a, maybe we're not compatible in the long term, but for this period in college, great, yeah. great relationship. But then I think as we've grown up a little bit or like figured out a little bit more what we want out of life or what we really value then. And part of it I'm sure is actually us growing together as well. Yeah. Like just having these conversations together, we end up naturally like landing on wanting similar things that mm -hmm. it's kind of worked out that we now want the same things in life and it works out well that we're together still. Yeah. And now, now like, I feel like only since you've started med school are the pieces of the puzzle coming together in a serious way um in terms of like now we're planning you know planning the future together yeah let's for talk us. about that a little bit like what are what planning the future looks like for yeah. when one partner's in med school and the other is in grad school oh. long yeah time. yeah that's a good point um so my phd program okay phds at least in chemistry they they the end date is not defined 
at least in my at my institution uh it could go anywhere from like five years to seven years mm-hmm. maybe some people get out in four years i don't know um it's about five to seven years but if you if if things go i i think ideally it's five years um so i'm in a five-year program anna took a gap year we graduated the same year uh anna took a gap year and started a four-year program uh and if you can see where i'm going with the math four plus one and the five-year program means ideally we end at the same time Mm -hmm. um and for medical school you need to go into residency for me i want to become um, a professor uh, at some university somewhere so i will get a postdoc which just takes about as long as residency so the fingers crossed the plan is you know you yeah. do residency somewhere i do postdoc somewhere nearby hopefully we don't have to do this long distance thing <laughs> for another three years yeah <laughs> and what's kind of convenient too is we match for residency in march of yeah you know our fourth year so which is kind of early on and from my understanding dylan that is a kind of around the time or slightly before where you need to start confirming postdoc locations or yeah. like postdoc positions right so wherever i end up matching for residency can then help you hone where you search for postdoc positions um which also means as we've we've already been discussing this like thinking about geographic locations where there is residency programs that i could apply to and there's also chemistry programs that you would like to work at work in as well so we're trying to coordinate in that way um which is you know it's, it has its challenges but it's a lot easier than couples matching from yeah from my understanding <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, yeah like you're you're where you end up going is you know you don't have complete control over that but i have mm-hmm. control over where i can go yeah so mm-hmm. bonus great okay so that's the beginning and foreseeable future of our relationship as we know it mm-hmm. exciting exciting um <laughs> dylan what were your thoughts what was going through your head when i was you know starting to figure out or think about where i'd go to med school you know i'd gotten acceptances and i was like now trying to decide mm-hmm. where to go and you know i'd gotten into duke which was super exciting never really expected that to happen yeah. um and I'd also gotten into some schools in the Midwest, um, which is obviously closer to you, yeah. closer to the family that I had in the Midwest. My younger sister now also goes to college in the Midwest. So I had like this entire support network in the Midwest. And I was like, but what about Duke? <laughs> what was going through your head when I was trying to make those decisions? Um, You know, Okay, barring our very first date, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I was very angsty about, you have always made it easy to exist with you. <laughs> I don't know, like, it's, I, I never felt like I, I came to this big decision that I needed to make do I want to stick with Anna and do this long distance thing? <laughs> uh, and like the various points in which we've embarked on long distance journeys or, you know, potentially weren't going to live near each other. Um, I never like had to ask myself this question because you just make it easy. I don't know. I don't know. Like, so I, I never had to sit down with myself and say like, do I, is this something I want to do? It was just like, it was something I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're both, we're both very independent people. Um, and I think we appreciate our independence, but also we, I feel like I have your support no matter where in the world you are. Like, I always felt like you were a teammate of mine 
and you know teammates they can be on your team they're st- like they're still your teammate even if they're in another state <laughs> across the country you know um so yeah i mean i just felt like we're still going to be teammates no matter what um and you know i think we did we had talked about um dissolution scenarios where like what if what if the long distance is too hard and um or we decide like that's not what we want i think we were both in agreement that we were like here to support each other and in our in our careers like i've always you've always we've always supported each other in our careers and that was like number one Mm -hmm. Um, and i think now that we are getting more established in our careers now we can start to support each other in our like future relationship and like families and stuff like that and now i think it's getting more like intertwined Mm -hmm. um but i was always like your number one fan in terms of like getting you to medical school Mm -hmm. back to when you're doing the mcat and some of those conversations we had when you were like under so much stress from the mcat uh and you know i was just like i was your support i was here to support you and i'm not the only one supporting you a lot of people are supporting you um but yeah so i don't know if that answered your question (laughs) i think it does that's really sweet (laughs) (laughs) and and i've always felt incredibly supported by you Mm -hmm. sorry sylvie you freeze sylvie um (laughs) okay i'm back that was really sweet but yeah i've always felt totally supported by you and i was asking what your thoughts were about you know me making the decision to move our relationship long distance for four years Mm. um knowing full well it would be long distance like there was no chance that you could then move out to north carolina for yeah part of you know med school um because i i felt like when i was making that decision i did have your 100 percent support like no matter yeah. what i decided you'd be really supportive and like there was a little while where i was like oh maybe i will go to medical school in the chicago area and we were getting really excited about yeah. that and then like the duke decision came in and it changed everything but like i never felt any level of resentment or like you were upset with me for even considering duke you were just like you've got to go like you 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 know and and i think i was honestly more angsty about the decision than you were because i was like because i felt like i was like what am i gonna do to our relationship like what if this destroys it but you were such a rock through the process like i never felt like you ever doubted anything you were just like it's gonna work it's gonna be fine you know, we'll FaceTime, we'll visit, it'll be fine. Like you were just such a rock through that decision-making process for me that I ended up being able to decide to come to Duke and not feel any regret about it or feel Mm -hmm. any sense of what ifs, like what if I had stayed in the Midwest and had been closer Mm -hmm. to you? Like I've never questioned my decision. And I think it's because you were just so wholehearted in your support of me. So tips for other people out there. Find a supportive partner, whatever that means for you. If that means they follow you, beautiful. If that means they support your decisions, no matter what they are, that's awesome too. And that's almost where I think us being long distance, this 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 was not this was not random chance that we became long distance. We are like from the beginning, our relationship was built, and I I feel. Like it was built on supporting, like we wanted each other to be successful first. Like Mm -hmm. I was just, yeah, I was just your number one fan. I wanted to see you succeed. And if we can coexist at the Mm -hmm. same time, that's great. Yeah. Um, And that's, that just made the whole long distance thing so much easier because it was, I always just wanted what was best for you. And, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think we did talk about it to some extent. Me being there in Perth, like with you, physically, mm-hmm. might not be what's best for you <laughs> in terms of 
you know, <laughs> focusing on like making new friends, focusing on your studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's taken me now like almost 40 minutes to tell us how we started dating. Uh, <laughs> I'm a long winded person. Anna does not have time. I don't know man I I think last year in some ways it would have been challenging at its times for us to have been together or say living together last Mm -hmm. year and like I've talked about with some of my previous guests like I've been so amazed at their ability to both navigate like spending dedicated time with their partner and like cultivating that relationship while also building new friendships like in medical school um, I've been really impressed with their ability to do do, do both because yeah. I don't think I would have been able to manage both at the same time. I think yeah, either true. I wouldn't have reached out and made friends um, in med school or not to the degree that I did, or I would have ignored you more or put our relationship on more of a back burner in pursuit of these other friendships. So I, I just don't think I have the... Um, social wherewithal to (laughs) multitask or manage both in that way. So in some ways it was nice last year that we were long distance because then I'd like go out and make friends and then we could come home and FaceTime about it afterwards. But I wouldn't ever feel like I was ignoring you. Um, But this year, this like month that we've had rotations as at the Mm -hmm. time that we're recording, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. quite yet when this episode will actually come out, but at the time of recording, it's mid-September and we just finished our first rotations. I was on radiology, which I hear is the um, most chill of the rotations. And I've really appreciated starting on radiology. Had a really positive experience. If any of my classmates are listening, wondering what, what's in store for them for radiology, it's a really great time. Everyone's nice. Um, you get to have a little bit more of that work-life balance, which is amazing. But even starting radiology, it's been an adjustment from what first year was, which was a lot of just studying and doing things on your own time. And now that I'm in radiology, I think I would really, really like to have you here with me, Dylan. Like, I think that would be really nice because, you know, if you're working all day long or you're in the hospital all day long, by the time I come home, I'm so pooped a lot of the times and it's like, oh, but now I need to study or I need to prepare these cases for tomorrow that I sometimes I feel like by the time you and I are actually FaceTiming, um, I'm so tired. Like you're getting the dregs of me Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel bad about that and I don't know what to do to fix that. Still figuring it out. Um, I think that's one of the big anxieties I have about second year is, you know, we hear like, oh, you don't have any free time anymore. You're in the hospital all the time, as I've talked about on earlier episodes, too, which, you know, creates worries about like, well, how am I going to eat healthy foods? When am I I going to exercise? But something I've also been thinking about is like, when am I going to FaceTime Dylan? Because, you know, we try to FaceTime multiple times a week, and it's usually like an hour plus for that Mm -hmm. evening that we're FaceTiming. But I'm like, what if I don't have an hour to give you multiple times a week this year? Um, In which case, like having you here, like physically would be really convenient because then you're just around. (laughs) Um, But but I I think this year it's going to take a lot more intention and Mm -hmm. like careful planning and i think also just not taking you for granted um yeah like in terms of when we facetime when we actually visit when you are here visiting how i spend time with you then it's gonna require more thought than just like casually coexisting yeah and well that's where uh i think me visiting so my 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 plan is, uh, you know, in the winter when Anna's doing some of these a lot like harder rotations, um, uh, my plan is to spend. I'm a graduate student, and my my work schedule is very flexible, and I can do a certain amount of work from home or a certain amount of work from Anna's home. Uh, <laughs> so my plan going into this year is maybe I'll, I'll a few of those visits will be longer, like in the week time span, um, week long time span where 
we can get some of that because you're right. Like we, we won't be able to have these lengthy conversations on the weeknights all the time. Um, and sometimes I, I do get the dregs, but uh, as like, and, and I say that kind of jokingly because we, we, Anna's a tea drinker, for those who don't know, she's <laughs> out of tea. And I'm just, I have this weird thing where I need to finish everything I start in terms of food, everything someone else starts. So uh, I have a habit of finishing Anna's dregs for her tea. And I always say, I love the dregs. (laughs) (laughs) And that is true in many ways, like beyond tea, the world of tea. I do love your dregs. And... Mm. But no, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take a fresh cup of tea, too, if I can get it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's my, that's my plan, is going into some of these harder rotations, is maybe I'll visit you a little bit more, and yes, you might be busy, and you'll have to, you have long work days, and you'll come home, and you'll have to do more homework, but at least I can be there, and we can exist, and I, I can cook you meals, so that can, like, save some time, mm. um, and yeah yeah also like like again like we support each other and i enjoy supporting you i'm i think i'm more excited about this year (laughs) because i just want i just want to support you i want to make you food um i want to like yeah milk prep things for you and uh and like cheer you up after a hard day um I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Play with Sylvie some, entertain her. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yes, definitely. Bond with Sylvie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate you and your support (laughs) of me. (laughs) Love the drag metaphor. That works really well. Mm -hmm. Did you see that coming when you said that? (laughs) I didn't. That was good. (laughs) That was really good. As you were saying it, I was like, I'm either about to start crying or laughing for how, <laughs> how good this is. <laughs> yeah, I, I was reminded of that. I think a week or two ago, we were FaceTiming like middle of the day or like mid-morning. And I'm a morning person, so that, that's like my best time. But, you know, mid-mornings, most days you're at work in the hospital. So like we yeah. don't get to talk during the time of day where I'm arguably my best. Mm -hmm. And so, but we were FaceTiming at like 11 a.m. And you were like, wow, Anna, I haven't seen you this energetic and I don't know how long. And I was like, oh my God, like he's only seeing like the most tired version of me where I'm like brushing my teeth and crawling into bed (laughs) each night. And I'm like, how was your day? (laughs) So I'm like falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. which is hard like that's that's hard some ways or or you know when thinking about long distance I think that was one of the things I was in some ways afraid of mm-hmm. and that you'd only see me not necessarily at my worst but not at my best the dregs yeah you know and then I think I was wondering before we went long distance I was like what type of relationship is that mm-hmm. where you know, you don't get to share the best of yourselves or you don't get to see yeah. each other in their elements at their best, mm-hmm. like for years. <laughs> and that, that was something I was like, really afraid of. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're here, arguably, you're, you're getting the dregs, but it's not bad the way I thought it would be, if that makes okay. sense. Uh Like, I'm still infinitely glad that I have you here in that even if I'm really tired and crawling into bed, I'm so glad that you're still there. Even if it's just like over FaceTime, you know, I'm like, this is so much better than nothing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Because like, because I have that support. I know that like, even if I'm really tired, there's someone out there like caring about me. Mm -hmm. you know oh well and and here's something we can talk about too uh the 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 tricks the tricks i can do to help you fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, because sometimes sometimes I might be too keyed up or like I can't fall asleep, but yeah. I like get anxious because I'm like, I have to wake up so early. And if I don't fall asleep within the next five minutes, I'm getting less than six <laughs> and a half hours of sleep. And then the entire day will be up like, you know, a time of like yeah. late night spiraling about how little sleep you're getting. Mm-hmm. So continue with your tricks. <laughs> so so something I've learned over the years is there are certain subjects I could I can talk about and just kind of go off, go off about, and, um, and they just put in a right to sleep. <laughs> they just knock you right out. Um, you know, if I talk, start talking about, uh, what, what are some, I know like physics, physics, <laughs> physics, intense science, intense science. Um, unfortunately, when you start getting really nitty gritty about running. Yeah that can put me. I would I especially wish that one didn't it's okay. because I run too sometimes and if you're one of my classmates who also runs or does ultras I think that's so interesting and I love hearing about it <laughs> but I think when we start getting into the level of strides like how you land on your foot and like getting yeah. really nitty-gritty into that type of detail or like what type of watch is the best <laughs> I wish I could stay engaged, but I I guess I just can't. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 been useful to have certain topics uh that I can talk about and and you know at the beginning I I have good faith that you're listening. And then mm-hmm. towards the end I'm like I, I can really just talk about anything now. <laughs> so like I'm pretty sure you're not listening. And uh it's it's been useful. I mean, I I think you need sleep is so important. So for any of those long distance folks out there, uh, I don't know, one of you is probably the one, especially if there's a time zone difference. One of you is probably going to be the one who falls asleep earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have some, you know, have some topics to talk about that, you know, you can just really put put your partner to sleep talking about. And things mm-hmm. that you enjoy talking about, like I, I go off about running. We, we don't mm-hmm. have to. We don't have to keep this conversation, uh, but I go off about running because I just love talking about it, mm-hmm. and and I, I, I do enjoy you hearing it. But I think I also just love talking about it. <laughs> Doesn't matter if anyone's listening, as long as you're vocalizing your love of running, <laughs> rambling on and on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have to keep that. <laughs> oh no, I think we should. I think we should. Maybe some of my classmates who love running, y'all can talk about it and stay awake. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Well, Dylan, I'm sure you'll be a guest at some other point. Um, yes. If you're listening and you haven't been a guest already and you want to be a guest on the podcast, let me know. Either whenever you see me next or email me at aflutterpod at gmail.com um give me your comments questions suggestions volunteering to be on the podcast we'd love to have you but um i've kind of joked with dylan that if no one else agrees to be on the podcast then he'll be the next guest um so (laughs) depending on other people's interests you'll probably be hearing more of dylan (laughs) i feel like you know, before this, we talked about what, what are we going to talk about? I think we only hit a few of the things. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's definitely more to talk about. Yeah. Um, do I get a differential diagnosis? I was just about to say that, Dylan, what is your differential diagnosis for some top tips or things you've learned in your relationship experience? Okay, th- this one's, this one's going to be maybe contradictory. Um, okay. You've you've done a great job of when when we embarked on this long distance relationship. You said like we need to have an end goal, like a long distance relationship without an end goal, where at some point you're probably together. Um, it's it's important to have the end goal, mm-hmm. um, and so you know this isn't just going to be forever. Yeah. Um, that being said, like, so establish an end goal and, you know, I'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks. Um, and that's, that's a pseudo end goal. 
I'll be visiting for a weekend or so. Mm -hmm. And and then, you know, we'll have another chunk of uh, like a month and a half later or something. I'll see you again. Um, but in that time between end goals or sub end goals, like between instances of seeing each other in person, yeah, when you're happy, um, you can kind of ruin your happiness if you're spending that time stressing out about when you won't be happy and mm -hmm. if you're in pain you'll make your pain worse or your suffering worse if all you think about is how long is it till i'm not going to be in pain anymore mm -hmm. um, so i think it's just uh, i find it helpful in long distance relationships and, and and so many other things um to just take the moments as they come mm -hmm. and you know, part of that goes back into when we first started, you know, when you first moved to, um, to North Carolina, I was just taking it as it came. And every day I just, you made it easy. And all I wanted to do was support you. And, and like, we're still doing it and mm -hmm. taking things day by day and in the moment. And yes, you, it might be hard because you're not with your partner. Um, but Rather than like just waiting, waiting, waiting for that moment that you're going to be with them again, uh, just, you know, enjoy what moments you do have when you're apart. Like we have some very fun long distance things that we do. Mm -hmm. um, or at least we try to do. <laughs> we try. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things is sending you gift, uh, like goodie boxes, care packages. Mm -hmm. Care um, packages. And then hearing whenever, you know, you're, oh, I'm using this can of tomatoes that you canned for me uh or or i'm eating the granola that you made for me and this care package like weeks later it's like it's something that yeah that i enjoy a lot this is getting getting off topic but um <laughs> there are things long distance that we can do that are so fun too mm -hmm. and so like appreciating those things when you have them and mm -hmm. when you're in person, appreciating those things too, um, mm -hmm. not dwelling so much on the like the fact that you are long distance, mm -hmm. and a lot of things you can't do. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like seeing the bright side of things, or recognizing that there are some things that we can do long distance that you can't do when you're in person because why would you? Like like these care packages, um, and one of the like most fun things, Dylan sent me in a care package was he actually researched things to do nearby like the Durham area and he categorized them into things like quiet activities like if you're looking to find peace in nature or if you're looking to do something exciting like if you're looking for an adventure mm -hmm. and he kind of created it like a scavenger hunt or a treasure hunt so I would like open up this envelope the outside of the envelope was like if you're feeling adventurous dot 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 and then when you open it up he listed out this entire like activity that i could do in a nearby area that he had researched he's never gone to any of these places but he was <laughs> researching you know do this hike see if you find this type of tree this type of fellow hiker this body of water and then tell me all about it later or like take some pictures and send them to me later. Um, and I actually still have some of the activities unopened that I have yet to do. Yeah. And that's been super fun because even though I'm obviously not doing them with him, he's the one who found the activities for me yeah. to do. And then I get to tell him about it later. And maybe when he visits next, we can do it together in person too. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's a really great way. You're so good at this, these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's those those ways of, um, you know, sending something physical or some way directing, like, influencing your physical life has mm -hmm. tremendous, like, rewards for for me as like in long distance. It's like I we might be miles and miles apart, but we can still do these things. Mm -hmm. and it's like almost like we're together because a part of me was in that piece of paper that said yeah. you know, idea um, mm -hmm. or part yeah. of me was in that granola 
<laughs> your hands touched the granola <laughs> now on my yogurt like <laughs> yes but like yes. things like that were where the meaning that it has for me and for you is unique to being long distance yeah um, and i'm but that's not to say i'd I prefer that to being in person. I think having you here in person is still infinitely better. If you're listening to this and you live with your partner, go hug them on yeah. behalf of me, I guess. Um, but it, it's still it's still nice. And I, I feel like later on in life, we'll probably look back on these years and say, like, wasn't that sweet? Wasn't that nice? Like, what a lovely way to still mm-hmm. convey your support and love for your partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your first item on your differential was oh. appreciate all the moments. Oh, and, and do you have to do what, more? What's an item? Yeah, you got to come up with a list. <laughs> also, I just want to I just want to give kudos to you again. I mm-hmm. spent so long explaining what you summarized so well in just saying uh, <laughs> focus on the bright side yeah. and the things you can do. I, mean, I can't believe how long it took me to say that, and you just you just said it. Maybe maybe that demonstrates the different fields that we're going into. Like I'm learning actively this year. You've got to be concise. Got to get to the point. We have things to do, patients to see, you know. Whereas you being in academia, writing your papers, I feel like maybe being a little more long-winded, a little bit more verbose. Nah, yeah. People like it. Yeah, maybe there is something there to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so a second item to differential diagnosis. Focus on the brighter side. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, I would, I would say maybe, uh, okay, like communication. We communicate so often, and we do these voice memos, um, yes. where I'm still long-winded, and I'll send you, like, 20-minute voice memos sometimes, uh, <laughs> And we FaceTime, you know, regularly, text a lot. But I would say my second thing would be following the, like, focus on the brighter side. Um, You are, in hindsight, you're going to remember. You're going to remember, like, only the best in the world. Sorry, guys. Sylvie. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting to to be, like, it's that time of the night when, uh, when Sylvie starts cuddling with you. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's cuddle it's, time. It's cuddle time. It is nine forty p.m. right now. No, ten forty <laughs> for you. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's cuddle time for Sylvie. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry that we're interrupting you. Continue. Oh, that's okay. Looking back, you so often you just remember the best and the worst of a situation and like a length of time, um, and not the like just okay time, and mm-hmm. uh, being long distance is it's highs and lows i mean or and there's there's a lot of just okay time and looking back the time you that's just okay where it's like yeah i kind of miss you but you know there's i get to see you in a couple of weeks um Mm -hmm. the the times when you like things are just okay you just forget about them forget about them but what we're gonna remember are the things like when i sent you that care package Mm-hmm. Um, or when I get to see you uh, in a couple of weeks, and I guess my second thing would be um, try to maximize on those really good times. Like do something new, do something memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, that even now, when you're not even spending that much time together, you're still going to look back and think, mm-hmm. "Wow, there are some good times that came from that." Mm-hmm. Probably going to be all that you remember. Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice. And even for people who aren't long distance, like if you're just really busy being a medical student or whatever stage of training or medicine you're in or your partner's in, like trying to carve out time to do something memorable, to break up the day to day (laughs) um, is really important because then you have those memories that you can carry with you. Um, and it's something tangible, you know, like, so if, if that makes sense, like some, some discrete memory rather than just something that fades into the blur 
of your day-to-day life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That applies so beyond relationships. <laughs> yeah, well, it's translatable advice, yeah. universal, if you will. Well, we've <laughs> reached the time where we normally stop talking by <laughs> these interviews. <laughs> so, is there anything else that you would like to say? I don't. I think that's. I think that's everything. I, I'm. I'm thinking maybe we should have like uh, an extra, a bonus, a bonus round. Bonus. Yeah. yeah. This will be probably part one of who knows how many parts of interviews yeah. with women. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you, and let's talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> Counting down the minutes. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.